Welcome back in, everybody. Another edition of Storytime with Steve. Today's episode is called Debbie Does Seafood. I know how that sounds. But what you really need to know about this is there was a lady named Debbie. And unfortunately, I had the very difficult task of working with this lady. I had left a job at another grocery store was looking for you know, new opportunities and so I was hired on at a relatively small outfit called the Fresh Market which at that time in Knoxville they had the one that was close to UT which is the one I worked at then they had the further out west location which was the Farragut store and so the uh, manager at that time, we kind of hit it off, and he saw my resume and saw that I had, I think I had at least five years' experience in grocery business before I came there. And they were hiring a lot of people back in the meat shop that were just college students that just, you know, knew how to wait on customers and didn't really have much experience. So I was probably somewhat of a rare commodity at that time. Well, having that said, the person they saddled me with to get me trained to get me going was the aforementioned Debbie. Now Debbie, I would describe her as somewhat of an overweight schnauzer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it sounds awful, doesn't it? Something about the teeth and the front of her face. Uh, you know, you just see her like, like a little schnauzer. Rawr, 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 rawr. And especially as I got to know her better, that definitely became the case. She was like a rabid dog. So she's training me, and I think, well, you know, this is kind of a nice, she was kind of like the old lady of the department, and those of you that have work experience kind of know what I'm talking about. You know, there's there's usually that one elder person that is a gap of years ahead of most other people, typically. So she was that person, and I thought she was really friendly in the beginning she's showing me around and, but what must have been happening is every time she would show me something and I would refer back to my prior experience that you know I kind of knew what was going on I guess she didn't like that very much I think she was very threatened by any new employee that they were going to be out to get her job or something you know which was not the case so we rolled along the first couple of weeks and I thought she was nice. And, but she did make a couple of comments that were concerning. Things like, she'd tell a story about, yeah, there was this girl that worked here and this and that happened and they ended up leaving. And then she kind of made the joke, at least she thought it was a joke, but I definitely filed it away as something concerning. She said, yeah, I have a way of running people off and then laughed about it. So having that in mind, Let's go forward a couple, a few months. Basically, things were going fine with the store. It was a really, really busy job. I was used to working at a store that was a massive, huge... It, at that time, it was, I think, the biggest grocery store in Knoxville. It was the Farragut location of the Bilo. No, I'm sorry, scratch that. Bilo hadn't bought them out yet. It was the Red Food Corporation. Red Food still had several stores around town, and they had just built this big, new store in Farragut and I'm sure it was supposed to be this very successful thing and it just it just never had the business that it should have 
but it was a huge store. So I went from that with having kind of um, lower business or not a lot of business to go into a really, really small little store like the Fresh Market that had a lot of gourmet type specialty coffee and dessert items, deli bakery items, uh, really quality stuff. But square footage wise, it was a really small store, but they were slammed all the time, especially in the meat department. It was a lot, mainly customer service waiting on people because they didn't have what we in the business call over wraps, which were the case where you walk up and you have all the steaks and the ground beef and all the things that are wrapped up. They were in a what we call a fresh, um, a fresh cut case, which is you know the customer points out what they want. Hey, I want that steak right there. Can you give me this chicken breast or give me a pound of shrimp or whatever? And then you had to wait on every customer that way. So, um, in other words, they couldn't self-serve. You couldn't go up and get your own thing. You had to ask for help. So they were really, really busy. Well, part of that job was also doing some side work that included things such as uh, making chicken kebabs, beef kebabs, chicken cordon bleu, layering with chicken breast, cheese, ham. And these things were very time consuming. And especially when you're considering that you're doing your regular duties and you're waiting on customers in the front, which was a constant thing. And then if you had to make anything like the side work, you had to go to the back to do that. Well, one of the things they did in this store is they kept a log. They had like a log book of the side work that you produced each day. So let's say you made five chicken kebabs, five beef kebabs that day, and you, you did some, you put together some chicken corner on blue. Well, you wrote that down, you put your name to it. So it was all very accountable to who did what. And so I started noticing with this Debbie that she started getting increasingly frustrated and started acting not very friendly when she would come in like after her day off and ask me about certain things like the side work, things like that. And she, I can't remember said, you know, how many did you make? But she would, she would look at the book and say, you know, you only made five beef kebabs. You only made so-and-so this and I'd be like, Yes, you know, we were busy, whatever. But things really got bad when she was off one day and she had all her canned oysters in the case. Now these come in a little can. <clears throat> They're what we call code dated, which is they had a date stamped on the metal lid. And that was your sell by date. Well, I just happened to notice, you know, maybe she didn't notice it. But when I worked for her the one day when she was off, that all 10 of them, I'm just gonna make that a round number, they were all out of date. So our actual meat department manager, who was over both of us and all of us, I went to him and I said, hey, you know, I just noticed these oysters are out of date. And he, he was a very fast moving, fast working individual. And it was not even a discussion. And he just literally grabbed them from me and just took them all and that's the only thing I knew about is that he just took them when I said they were out of date. And I just got back to work doing whatever I was doing. So here she comes the next day, comes in. Where are my oysters? Oh, yeah, I was going to mention that. So when I was setting the case up, I noticed they were out of date. And she just looked at me with this, you know, angry look. And then she went to our meat department manager and asked him about it and found out that 
Now, remember, not I, but he threw them away. So that was not my fault. He threw them away. And so she was all ticked off about this, said that you know, we wasted her oysters. She wanted to blame it on me that I wasted her oysters, threw them away. Because apparently you can scan those and get some type of a credit and get some kind of money back if you have to toss them out. So, okay, so she was really ticked off about that. So, see, these little just things just started building. You know, the side work and then the oysters. And like I said, I think she was threatened by me. I think she was jealous. I mean, my gosh, I was all of, of 20 or 21 years old at the time. And she had to be well into her, I'd say her 50s probably. So, going ahead a little bit. I come in one day and she, she's just acting all ticked off and not if not speaking to me and then you know slinging stuff around and was just ignored so finally at one point I thought okay I'm just gonna face this head on so she's in her back room cutting something and I walked in and said have I done something to you and that's all it took a minute I said that she whipped around with a knife in her hand. I'm not saying she was gonna do anything with the knife, but I'm just giving you the visual. You know, she was working with the knife and she just slung around, started pointing at me, and just started going off, just lost it on me. It was all just a personal attack. You know, yeah, you you think you know everything. You think you know it all. You came in here and you just knew it all. And I'm just staring at her like, I cannot believe this person's doing this. Okay, so I know it all, and then what? And then she started putting down my work and saying that. I don't know jack crap, didn't use that word, about anything. and I mean, she was like a rabid, foaming dog. And I listened to her for a little bit. I don't even remember if I really responded. And then I... Um, I just, I was just sort of frozen, just couldn't believe it. But I took note of everything, everything that she said to me and how she was cussing me, and <clears throat> it was ridiculous. So I went to the back, I got a pen and paper, and essentially made notes and wrote down all the things that she said to me and accused me of, and all the foul language, and this and that, and waited for my boss to come in. And he came. He was working a later shift that day. He came in about noon when I was going to lunch and I said, here, I just want to let you know that uh, Debbie just lost it on me today for no good reason. And he, th these are this is exactly what she said. So I handed it to him. And he just shook his head like, oh, here we go again. I think they knew they had issues with her, but they didn't know exactly how what to do about her. So I left, went on my lunch break, and after thinking it over, um, was talking to my girlfriend at the time which uh, this is a whole separate story another side story I'm not going to go into but she was running her own business essentially offered me a job said she needed some help and I just made the decision that I wasn't going back because I did not want to deal with her anymore and of course I had an opportunity to not have to work with her and was able to leave so I just ended up calling my manager and I said I'm really sorry but you know, I wrote down exactly what happened, and after thinking everything over, I don't want to deal with her. I don't want to work with her. And so he said, what do you mean? You quit? And I said, uh, yes, sir, I'm sorry, but I won't be back. So that was that. And the only bad thing, too, made it uncomfortable, was that we were paid on Fridays, 
and that happened to be a Friday. And this was before the electronic deposit thing just to kind of took over the whole payroll world. And so I had to go back into the store to get my check. So I waited till it was later when most people were gone. I walked in and store manager was there. He was very nice. My department head was there. He came out and shook my hand and he, you know, he said that he was sorry about what had happened. And then, you know, store manager said, so there's, there's really nothing that we can do to try to convince you to stay. And I said, no, I'm sorry, but as long as she's working here, I'm just, I'm not going to work here. And so they said, well, you know, we hate to see you go, but uh, best of luck. And that was it. So there you go. Debbie does seafood. Until next time on Storytime with Steve.